Talk Live. I'm your host, Jeff Deverter. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help you improve your business and those around you. Now this recording is from our Cloud Talk Live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome. I'm Jeff Deverter, Chief Technology Evangelist for us here at Rackspace, and welcome to Cloud Talk Live. We're so glad that you are here. Here's our title graphics. Yeah, it's working. All right, everyone. Again, my name is Jeff Deverter, Chief Technology Evangelist here at Rackspace, and welcome to another episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now, if you're new here, and I think we do have some new folks that are here, uh, some basic instructions. It starts with this. Introduce yourselves. I'd love to know who you are and where you are in the world. Now, we're starting our summer road trip series today, and uh, and so you know, knowing where you are is really important today. I'd love to know uh, know, know that you're out there. So also, if you want to get a hold of us over here at, uh, at the Solve program, it's as easy as sending an email. You see it right there. Send an email at solve at rackspace.com uh, and it's going to make it over here to me. It's going to make it Daniel, Megan, the whole production team will we'll get that. So I'd love for you to shoot us a little note and let us know what you're thinking. Do you have any ideas for the program? Do you want to be on the program? Why not? So that's fun. Hey, Daniel's here from Jersey. Who knew? All right. Well, with that, folks, as you know, uh, the Cloud Talk Live is an outgrowth of the Cloud Talk podcast. And uh, hey, welcome from India. And uh, in the, on the podcast this week, I've got Josh Pruitt. Josh is the chief uh, product officer for us here at Rackspace. And we unpack the uh, recent research that we did. Hey, London, glad you're here. Greg from San, Fr- Greg from San Francisco. It's early. I'm glad, impressed. Um, sorry, I got distracted. I always get distracted. But you know that because you come to the program. So Josh Pruitt, he's over there. And uh, chief product officer, we unpack what we... Uh, our, uh, our recent research here at Rackspace. And if you want to get a hold of any of that, just go over to rackspace.com slash solve and you can download that. Hey, Todd, glad you are here. Now, if you uh, just want to get this podcast, well, you got to subscribe. Uh, so go to anywhere you find, uh, you can find podcasts uh, like Google Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher and LinkedIn, Amazon Music. We're in all the places. You just have to subscribe. Well, I told you before, we're starting this new series today, and it's called The Summer Road Trip. And huge call out to the creative folks over at Rackspace and Megan for uh, getting them all corralled in to make this really cool graphic. Oh, that's all right. That's awesome. All right. Let me know what you think about that. Tell Megan how much you like it. So uh, the, the summer road trip, folks, it is where I will be interviewing uh, cloud leaders, cloud practitioners uh, all around the world. So today we're in Amsterdam, as you saw in the graphic. I've got Bert Stam on. We're also going to be in London. We're going to be in Germany. We're going to be in India. We're going to be in Cairo, Egypt. We're going to be in Mexico City. We're going to be in Singapore. We're going to be in Sydney, all over the world. And I sure wish... I got gotten travel approved and we could have done all these live, but it's going to be virtual. It'll be fun. 
And uh, But today on the program, I've got Bert Stam. Now, Bert leads for Rackspace, our Northern Europe region, and he helps, uh, helps his companies get on the bandwagon of cloud transformation. And so he's going to come on and visit, and we're going to talk about some research they recently did, some of the cloud trends that are happening in their region, and, uh, and I'm really anxious to bring him on up onto the stage. So why don't we actually do that now, Daniel? Let's bring, let's bring Bert up. And uh, there he is. Hey, Bert, welcome to the program. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon, uh, Rekas. Nice to meet you all. Uh, so glad that you, you, uh, you decided to jump onto a live program and throw caution to the wind and let me ask you any question that I, I really feel like asking. So, Yeah, you'll be most welcome. Yeah. Hey, so it starts with, you've got a really interesting background. Tell me where you are. Yeah, I'm actually not at the, the Rijksmuseum, as we call it in the Netherlands. It's actually just uh, one of the rooms in the Amsterdam office. So behind me, you see the old Night Watch, which is one of the paints, uh, famous uh, paintings uh, of Rembrandt. And we've got multiple rooms here in the Amsterdam office, all uh, reflecting one of those old Dutch uh, painters. That's, that's incredible. That's one of the things that Rackspace does uh, really well is to create unique custom uh, environments that are unique to the area for the different offices. Uh, I, I think in the Hayes office in London, there's a, a mini, uh, literally an, an old Mini Cooper yeah. in, in the office itself. Uh, all kinds of interesting things all around the world. Uh, uh, you've been with us here for eight years, but why don't you give me a quick background of, of your technology career? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's even close to nine years now, Jeff. Uh, I'm here. I think in August it will be it will be nine years. Um, always been in charge and working out of here this Amsterdam office. Before Rackspace, I joined for eleven years uh, um, uh, HP, and between HP and Rackspace, I had my own organization, my own business. Mm -hmm. First in recruitment, and afterwards, um, I bought some shares in a managed services company, which we uh, actually integrated uh, after three or four years. Is a larger company. Fantastic. Well, uh, we've got some folks. Looks like uh, Wilco uh, is uh, is glad to see you live, and we've got somebody who's looking for a job in storage. Yeah, just go over to rackspace.jobs <laughs> and search on storage. You'll find some stuff there, and uh, I'd love for you to check that out. So, um, you guys recently did some research, uh, uh, Bert, and uh, maybe yeah. you can tell us just at a high level what it was, you know, so, some of the in demographics about who you talked to and, and so forth, and then we'll jump into what you guys found. Yes. So, in the end, we were invited uh, to sponsor, in the end, a, a research amongst uh, um, CIOs of different uh, companies here in, in the Netherlands, and we tried to get a better insight uh, where they are in the cloud adoption and how mature they are uh, when they are in the cloud or in the hybrid, hybrid cloud. And in the end, we uh, try to um, get better insights via 10 different items, which we checked how mature uh, um, those, uh, those, those companies are. And, and that was guided by four or five um, uh, roundtables yeah. where we have very open discussions amongst the CIOs uh, what cloud uh, actually inhales and how they move to uh, to, to multi cloud. And I thought it was really interesting also because you were you were plotting a uh, maturity index, uh, and so you you created yeah. this index that said basically from one to five. One was you could spell cloud, and, or you could spell AWS. That's my clever joke. And five <laughs> was you know you're using it to its fullest extent. And uh, and so the overall number what was it about a two point. 2.3, what was the number you, if you yeah, took all the different categories? Yeah, 
So amongst those 10 uh, uh, categories, in the end, the end score in terms of maturity was 2.3, I think, uh, yeah. for all 210 items. And when you actually look to the graph, uh, some, some, some categories are probably a little bit further, but they are all between, let's say, one and a half and two and a half uh, in, in the end scored. So yeah. not very mature. Yeah, and uh, and you did that across. Let me just bring this up really quick. You did it across ten different categories. Yeah, yeah. And those categories started with business value, my favorite of the categories: strategy, culture, organization, people and skills, governance, risk and compliance, architecture, operations, and cyber resilience. And then lastly was automation. And I thought those were were really good categories to go out and measure. And what I thought we might do is, is step through a few of those. Now, my favorite, as I mentioned when I said that, it was the business value because we make these moves out into the cloud. Well, as technologists, we want to do it because it's, it's some fun technology to play with. But it's never a reason for a company to adopt a technology because it's fun. It should have business value. It should bring transformation. In fact, I see uh, somebody who's asking, uh, Jack just asked the question, what cloud does Rackspace use? We use all the clouds. We have a lot of our support stuff's running in AWS. A lot of our data is over in Google. We obviously have a ton over in Azure as well. Our all 360, Microsoft 365 runs out there, of course. So, um, and, But that brings up an interesting point. When we think about... When we think about um, uh, about what clouds people use, it really is a multi-cloud world, and that really didn't necessarily make its way into the into this research. Hey, Michael from Houston, but in business value, you know, you guys did a fantastic job of defining what each of these areas were, and that really was how much business value. How are we changing our business based on the um, uh, based on the use of of the technologies available to them in the cloud. And again, on that scale of one, they could spell AWS, five, they're getting everything out of it, a 2.1. What are your thoughts on on that, Bert? Yeah, a good 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 question, Jeff. And um when I read to the outcome of this uh, of this survey, um the maturity is on that level not not that great uh, at, at this moment, uh, just just around uh, two and two is on a scale of five. Uh, in the end, not not on a scale of ten, <laughs> uh, yeah. just to uh, just uh, just to mention, uh, but it's it's around yeah. Let's let's say then forty percent uh, uh, um, and and up from the hundred percent. So so yeah, when I start conversations or we start conversations with with any uh, uh, existing existing customer or new customer, it's 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 always or I always try to start a conversation about the business outcome. In the yeah. end, what what do you try to solve for, uh, and what should be the outcome, uh, and it's not always very clear, to be honest, uh, when when we have those conversations. It's sometimes, yeah, we have to go to the public cloud, just lift and shift to public cloud. But in the end, what do you try to solve for and what is the expected outcome? But I do see more in more mature organizations that they adopt cloud uh, uh, more specific and that they do exactly what the outcome should be. And they, 9 out of 10, based on, on data, they they build new 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 services uh, to the for their customers and mm-hmm. it's very clear where that should result to in terms of uh, of outcome right right now if you take to go to the next section in that strategy and that is how well are you is it is the cloud baked into your tech strategy are you just lifting shifting you were just touching on that a little bit and in your maybe you can talk a little bit just regionally anecdotally to to this as as uh, in addition to what you're you're seeing in companies 
you know, how are our organizations in your, your part of the world, you know, looking at this really from a strategic standpoint, or are they just seeing it as another tool that they, 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 you know, reference? No, no, I don't think that they, they see it as an, an, a new, new tool. I, I really think that, that everybody is moving and migrating to, to a multi-cloud uh, cloud setup. Uh, I, I think that's, that's crystal clear. When I have those conversations, it's it's more about okay, it's not about if, it's more about when, and why the business case, uh, uh, what and what should be the outcome, etc. And yeah. that's not always very very clear, but it's I think it's a given that people will move to a multi-cloud, uh, uh, which is EaaS, PaaS, SaaS, on-prem, off-prem. That will be a combination of a lot of different uh, technology stacks. Well, and the research really bore that out because you know, it showed a 2.5. So 50% of the folks had really a solid strategy around it. And that's that's an impressive number when you think that you know, the, the data that we see today about companies globally moving to the cloud, that you know we're basically at, at 15%, if we're being generous, uh, penetration of companies who've actually done this in a, in, a, in, a, in a meaningful way. So the fact that 50% of the organizations in your area you know, really do have this as part of their core strategy is impressive. Yeah, I, I, I think it's right. But then still, it, it can differ uh, what the, the actually strategy is. Is that just, just, just an, an, a PowerPoint presentation or is that much more in detail mm-hmm. worked out? Or were they in a roundtable with their peers and they were intimidated to say they they didn't have a strong strategy? (laughs) Hey, also, one of the other categories was culture. And I love that you guys included culture as part of the the decision or part of the research, because culture really speaks to are the employees, are the staff, are the members of the organization truly adopting this as their future? And the number was 2.6. So greater than greater than half, a little bit greater. Than half. Yeah, yeah. I I really think it's 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 really important. Then probably it's a little bit too negative, but there is sometimes quite some resistance to change in the end, and this probably will lead to a complete a different way of working, different way of developing applications, different way to uh, ways to uh, to to run your operation, uh, skill sets obviously, uh, training, development. Uh, so it's really important that culture is on the list as well, because I think that's one of the fundamental uh, uh, um, fundamental uh, segments or, or items which should be in place for a successful uh, cloud transformation. And it can be one of those hardest things to do, right? Because we think about, you know, we change technology. We've been doing that for as long as technology has existed. Technology is the easiest part. But getting people to come along on that journey can very oftentimes yeah. be a really hard part. And the other way around, Jeff, uh, I see, for example, one of our largest customers or the largest customers uh, recruiting thousands of staff to develop applications. Yeah. And these young guys just uh, um, recruited already on university. They expect uh, technology uh, at the mouse click. They expect to spend up uh, uh, capacity uh, in, in seconds, etc. So sometimes in terms of culture, yeah. You have to adopt uh, um, the right uh, IT infrastructure to keep those talent uh, guys on board as well. So it's not always that the old people have to uh, to have to learn the, the new. Uh, the new people should uh, should be supported by the organization as well. 
That's right. And Jagdish asked the question, do we think that the cloud is going to reduce jobs? I don't think so at all. I do believe that it will change the, the aspect of what jobs are. For instance, you don't necessarily need somebody logging into a server to make a change, but we need somebody to program a script to go and, 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 and make those changes or monitoring or whatever it might be. So the, the yeah. job changes, the, 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 the count of people, I don't think changes. They, the, the, uh, but that's, that's the change I think we see there. Now, one of the areas that rated the lowest or the most challenged was was people and skills. Why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, I, I just finished a lunch, to be honest, uh, together with our head of professional services in VR. And this company is not really large at this moment, but they have 200 open vacancies. Wow. And this is an, uh, a company with, I think, seven, 800 staff. So that's, that's around a quarter they are looking wow. for. So uh, they are a digital native organization. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, they are actually one big IT organization. So imagine that, that there is 25% they, 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 they don't have at this moment. And, um, and then I tried to get a little bit understanding what the impact is on the business and in the end on, on what, that, what the cost will be <laughs> in the end if you don't execute projects. And in that particular case, they have five very strategic projects just pending due to resource constraints. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I was uh, with some customers last week in New York City in a very large airline that's centered in the U.S., uh, but but uh, has a few international destinations. But they have almost 800 people they have to hire by the end of the year, it's just in IT. Now, they're hiring a ton other, you know, in other parts of the organization. But in IT alone, seven to 800 people. That's an incredible number. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 incredible. And I I was at uh, another CIO event, a physical event after the COVID, mm-hmm. and I spoke uh, with a guy from uh, TCS, that's Tata Consultancy Services. Yeah, they hired last year one hundred fifty thousand people. One hundred fifty thousand people. That's amazing. <laughs> that's amazing, isn't it, Jeff? Yeah. It absolutely is. Now, uh, let me ask you this question. You got some job openings in uh, in the Netherlands and in Northern Europe, I would assume? Yes, yes, we, we have. And it's all over the uh, the place. It's it's from sales to pre-sales. A, a lot of professional services uh, uh, colleagues we are we are looking for, CSMs. Yeah, we, we, we got quite some open uh, positions as well. Well, just head over, folks. If you want to learn about that, then just head over to um, rackspace.jobs. There's a filter, choose region. And, uh, and go choose uh, the Northern Europe, Netherlands, that sort of area. And, uh, and you go hang out with Bert all the time and, and yeah. uh, help transform the world. Uh, I like, uh, I like uh, Jeff, what I see and uh, I truly said that technology is not difficult, but getting the people on technology platform. And I, I think that's, that's 100% right. Yeah, it's it, people yeah. are always the hard part, right? To, which is which is unfortunate. But you know, we love we love a good rut. I love a good rut. I love doing things the way you know the way it's always been done. But you know, we need to open our eyes more to how technology can be this enabler. Now, of course, it gets balanced by the fact that we can't find enough people to do the job. But that it speaks then, of course, to the fact that there is so much opportunity in the tech space. And one of the areas, if somebody were to come to me and say, hey, I'm gonna get interested in tech, I get a career in tech, where should I focus? My I have singular answer that I think for the next many decades it would be around cyber security or cyber resilience. And it is one of those, uh, those areas that is just growing uh, and will grow for 
I think for forever. I don't think there's there's an end to that one. Uh, in the in the research that you guys did, um, it showed up in the maturity a little lower, one point eight. What are, what are your thoughts on that, Bert? Yeah, yeah, I I, I can judge it probably a little bit more. Uh, uh, not 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 that great uh, in 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 the end. Um, in terms of examples, uh, Jeff, I I can give you on, on that particular one. Yeah. But, you know, there's lots of comments even showing up here. So what are your thoughts on hurdles around security and compliance? There are hurdles around security and compliance. I think that would be my, my yeah. comment. Yeah, yeah. Multiple. And again, referring just to the, the meeting I had uh, an hour ago, it was, again, all around security as well. And uh, this is more or less an, a platform uh, which secures stuff. So it, it, by nature, it's very... Uh, 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 very hot on, on on security, but but yeah, that's that's absolutely the case. Um, there is so much data. That's what I see, and there are so many questions around. Uh, where is my data? Who has uh, access to my data? Uh, who can use my data? Etc. Uh, Etc. Et so it's 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 around security, but it's a lot about compliance as well, uh, Jeff. I think that totally is. Yeah, that security and compliance just just runs so so hand in yeah. hand. Yeah. Yeah, we got Mohammed who's joined us from Egypt. He says, what about automation and cloud opportunities? I can, if you, if you want a career and you're willing to do some studying and be prepared for it, you will have a very long career. Um, the cloud is, it's so vast as companies are using more and more of it and it's addressable through code. So automation fits into this hundred percent of the time. We spend a lot of time. We have this program at Rackspace called top technology onboarding program. And it's where we're taking folks who are Windows and Linux sysadmins and we're retraining them to be cloud engineers and cloud architects because we need those folks. We can't find them. So why not train them from internally and, uh, and, and grow them up? So it's, there's, there's nothing but opportunity. Well, Bert, I want to thank you for taking some time out of your afternoon, my morning, for being a part of the program. Mm-hmm. Uh, folks, you've been very chatty. I love uh, all the comments here. If you want to get a hold of us or get through to Bert, you can just send a note over to solve at rackspace.com. We'll make sure. Connect with Bert on LinkedIn. He's yep. out there and active. And uh, and Bert, any any closing thoughts you want to share with the group? No, no. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really proud that you invite me, Jeff. I like the conversation uh, we had and we can continue, I think, for, for hours. It was only 20 minutes. Yeah, please drop me a note. If you want to know anything uh, about me, about Rackspace, about our office here in Amsterdam or whatsoever, be most welcome to do so. And uh, I thank you very much for attending this, uh, this, uh, this tech talk. Absolutely. And of course, if you want to work with Bert, go over to rackspace.jobs and, uh, yeah. uh, and search on uh, his region and he'd love to have a chat with you. So, all right, Bert, 100%. have a wonderful rest of your afternoon. Thank you. Enjoy your day all. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye now. Folks, what a great conversation with Bert. And uh, uh, again, this this audio from this stream, as well as all the podcast stuff can be found uh, in uh, uh, over at the, uh, uh, the, the stream for Cloud Talk. So you can find that uh, anywhere you find the podcast, uh, any, any podcast. So Amazon, Apple, all the places, Spotify, we're out there. Uh, go subscribe. You'll get this plus all the other content. If you want to learn more about uh, some of our thought leadership, go over to rackspace.com slash solve. And there's all sorts of articles. Our rated latest research is there. I'd love for you to go and, and check that out. All right. Well, with that, that means we get to move on to one of my favorite parts, and that is talking about this week in cloud. And that is how the cloud is making the news and why that is important to you. And we start with an article. 
that uh, it's over in CIO magazine. Uh, and of course, their online property, CIO.com. And it says, how, uh, it says, uh, make better AI infrastructure decisions. Why hybrid cloud is a solid fit. Now, this article was written in conjunction with uh, NVIDIA. Now, of course, NVIDIA is doing incredible things in the space of AI and their infrastructure. But it goes on to have a conversation that says, look, when you are, are when you're working and developing these, these models, training these models, the data sets tend to get larger and larger and larger. And in a cloud first world, which is always a great place to be, that can sometimes get extraordinarily expensive, whether it's those data sets getting sent in and then out of the cloud, whether it's all the additional compute that's happening in there. In those environments, in those training and development environments, it can sometimes make a lot of sense to do that in a in a private cloud environment on your on-premises where you're not getting charged all of those ingress and egress fees. So uh, go check that article out. I think Daniel's going to post it out there for us, which is fantastic. He's going to drop that there. Now, also in the news is how to pick the right cloud uh, storage environment. Now, I bring this article up, one, because it's got some good information in it, but it helps to drive the conversation that the move in adopting new technology is has been bifurcated. In some cases, trifurcated, if that's a word. Maybe I just made one up. But it's where... Uh, uh, where we just don't want to think about, hey, take my app or my suite of apps and move them into the place. We need to look at not just the compute or where the application itself runs and how it runs, but we look at the data very much differently. Now we're looking at the storage and where we store that data. And then, of course, the platform. So the message here is think about that move to the cloud as one where you're choosing the right tech for the different layers of the application stack. Now this goes on to explain, you know, uh, blob storage and, and object storage and how to choose the right cloud for that. And that's all great information. You should go check this article out. But at the end, it really is focused on um, helping you realize that this decision, that this move is one that requires uh, a lot more thought than just where do we move it all and all at once. All right, so that's what's going on in the cloud on the news. Let's talk about cloud releases, everyone, and we'll start with our friends over at a oops at AWS. Now, their incident manager, uh, incident manager from AWS, it's a feature that's existed. Uh, it now uh, is available in Systems Manager and expands support to runbook automation. Now, this is fantastic because what it ultimately does is it allows you as an organization to define what should happen in the event of. A trigger. That trigger may be the app not working right. It may be your 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 um, your relational database is getting larger than it can uh, than uh, getting to capacity. So this runbook can do things to make the situation better before you have to wake somebody up and get them working on the environment. So uh, so go check that out. That's really cool stuff. Let's go over to our friends at Microsoft and in Azure. Uh, general availability. They've got, uh, you can now easily manage your Azure IoT Central dashboards using the catalog. Now, the catalog is pretty cool because it allows you to create these different dashboards and, cat well, and catalog them uh, and group them into ways that make it easier to navigate and to consume. Let's take a look at what that actually looks like. I can push a button and make it pop up on the screen, I think. There it is. And in this environment, you see they have broken their dashboards out by, well, campuses, East Campus, Main Campus, North Campus, but making it easy for an individual to then be able to go in and consume that information. So catalogs, go check that out. Over now uh, from Google is uh, you can now set up a multi-cluster mesh on GKE. Now, multi-cluster cluster meshes are great because it allows you to have multiple uh, uh, instant, uh, instances of your 
uh, your uh, GKE environments and be able to load balance between them, be able to share between them. And uh, it just creates a much more dynamic containerized application environment. So that's that's the news from, from our friends over at Google Cloud. All right. So um, again, if you are interested in learning more about what we're doing over here, just head over to rackspace.com slash solve. If you go to that webpage, I want you to be aware of something. You're not going to get sold to. We're just giving you information. Again, our new research is out there. We're going to have an episode coming up in the not too distant future where we unpack more of that. You can go listen to Josh Pruitt, the chief product officer from Rackspace, and I talking about some of those findings. If you subscribe to the podcast, it's what's out there now, and you can check that out. Now, I said I don't sell anything here. The only thing I actually do sell is uh, this place as a great place to work. And so I like to highlight what the latest job of the day is. I choose this job. It's one that I think is interesting and would love for you to consider. Now, Today, it's about a cloud optimization business consultant. What is a cloud optimization business consultant, do you ask? Well, let's tell you. As a cloud uh, a business consultant, you'll be, uh, you need to be comfortable working with data and presenting the conclusions clearly. You can read all of this, but what it does is you're part of our FinOps team, and the FinOps team helps customers make sure that every dollar they're spending in the cloud is one that brings value. And if there is no value, we create a plan and a strategy to get rid of that, uh, that compute, to change the way you're buying the compute, to change the technology that's driving what's happening there. But we find a more cost-effective way to make that happen. So that's the job. If you want to go uh, learn more about that job, you go to rackspace.jobs. Who knew? And you can uh, search on Cloud Business Consultant, and you'll find it there. I've given a link to that. Maybe to Daniel, he might. No, I didn't give it to him, so he can't give it to you. So, uh, guys, as always, this, and I've said a few times today, this pod, this, the audio from this, as well as all of our content, is available over at Slash Solve, as well as um, uh, uh, all the other, the articles, the uh, research, all of that information is available as well. So last but absolutely not least is a call out to our sponsor, and that's a big thank you to AppDynamics. Folks, if you're in application development, if you are in the cloud, then I recommend that you go check out AppDynamics. They take software observability to a whole new level from endpoint all the way back to database and all points in between, including the network traffic. So go check them out. Um, they are great people and they have amazing technology. Everyone, I want to thank you for being a part of this week's episode of Cloud Talk Live. Next week, the road trip continues. We'll be back here on Tuesday. I'd love for you to set a reminder. There may be an event that, like this one that you can sign up for, but go check that out. Everyone, I hope you have an amazing rest of your week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Cloud Talk Live. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five-star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff DeVerter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.